I gotta be honest, guys. I'm not not too excited about this one, but I am at the same time. It's been something that I've been I've been dealing with for quite some time now, and it's always been a really hard thing in my head to understand and to and to feel. You see, about three years ago, I was in a relationship. Four years? Three or four years ago? I don't know. It was a while ago. I was in a relationship that was the, the, the most real relationship that I've ever had. I've never really had a real one, right? This one made my heart spin, and I, I, I was very, very happy, and I got crushed at the end. Long story short... I got my heart broken. And then I went on this rampage of like finding out who I was. I watched so many videos of like, okay, how to get back out there after being broken up with. And it was like meet new people, right? So I did that. And I didn't do it in like an aggressive way or anything like that. Like I don't want to sound like fuck it. I don't care what I sound like. I I I lost myself for a little bit and not a lot of people do. And I tried to find myself. I tried myself find myself through different people. I tried to find myself through myself. I tried to do whatever I could. Drinking, partying, going out and having fun and waking up beside somebody that I didn't even know. Now, this wasn't an everyday thing. It wasn't even a monthly thing. But it happened enough times for me to remember it. And it brought me to a really, really tough spot of understanding what I deserve and understanding where I should place myself in this world, in my head, and where my love lies. And in my first book, What's the Rush? I'm writing my second one now. I talk about how I knew that people would fall in love with me. I talk about how I knew I was going to break their heart. I talk about how hard it was to love somebody else. I talk about everything like that, and it, that's such an awful thing to experience. If there's anybody out there, listen, there's so many crimes that you could commit and everything like that, and I'm not talking about on that on that scale. I'm talking about what's in here, what's in here, what's in your heart. And I felt like a horrible person. I hated writing that down in that book, but I think it helped a lot of people because a lot of us get our hearts broken, and we just don't know where to go. We don't know what left or right is. We can't tell the difference between anything and we give someone our whole entire world and they take it and they crush it at the end of the day. And it, it's it's not that that person was a bad thing. It's just that person couldn't handle what we were giving them. And I, it's really hard to talk about. But I went in to, to my future life after this all happened and, and I really tried to find out who I was. And I, I tried to follow in love again and I dated many people I dated many people for a month two months I dated many people for a week and I just couldn't handle it and I I, I feel awful for even going through that and and putting people through that I know I didn't kill anybody but it still feels bad it still hurts and so why am I telling you all of this? <laughs> Why am I making you hate me? 
a lot of people always ask me, like, how do you talk about the things that you talk about? How do you always have these answers? And it's because I've lived to it. How do I know who the nice guy is? How do I know who the bad guy is? I've been both characters. I played both roles. And it's not like I was ever, like, an awful human being, but I was very honest and open with everybody. And I, I, I told them that, hey, I'm not going to fall in love with you. I wasn't ready. And that's okay. You know, that's okay if you're not ready to fall in love. And I think the most important thing that you can do when you know that is tell people. People should understand. It's almost like, <sighs> no, I'm not going to compare it to, no. <laughs> I just saw, okay, I got to tell you because I'm laughing now. But I just saw this clip and like this, uh, I, oh, I forget what it was. Maybe it was Silicon Valley. Anyways, I was watching a TV show and they were like, do you want to be a sex offender? And they were like, what? No. And then he's like, what's so bad about it though? Like you just, it happens. And he's like, no, you have to walk around door to door in your neighborhood and knock on their door and say, I am a registered sex offender. Oh no, it was not Silicon Valley. It was, um, workaholics. Anyways, me telling people, it reminded me of that joke, okay? It's not about being a sex offender, don't get me wrong. Or don't get me right. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Sorry, that's so funny. I just told people where I was in my life and where I was with my heart. And I was honest with people. I think that's the greatest thing that we can do. Our lives are very short-lived. I don't think people really understand how short-lived our lives are. It can be here today and gone tomorrow and COVID can take it from us. We can take our lives and flip them upside down. The other reason why I went on a lot of dates with a lot of people was because I, I loved it. I thought I found it very interesting. And th you'd probably be thinking I took every single person home or I went to somebody else's house or they asked me out or whatever. Um, no. I, sometimes I would just go out and have a coffee and then leave. And I would never see that person ever again. But it was really nice, to be honest with you. It was kind of like as if I just like was on like Omegle and like somebody popped up for like five minutes and you just chat for a little bit. And it was really nice. It was really comforting to, to learn about somebody new and somebody being so interested in what you do and it's the first time hearing it. So they were just like, oh my God, wow, this is amazing. And it was an amazing feeling. And <laughs> yeah, for the longest time, I missed it, right? And we're getting into the to the actual topic of this video, or the podcast is, the hardest part about falling in love. I met my curl, current girlfriend, um, I think it was two years ago now. I can't remember the actual date I met her. Um, I should probably know that. I don't even think she knows that. I knew what I was wearing. I knew the reason. I knew the temperature of the day. I just don't know the actual date. Um, and I remember my first my first date with her. And it was amazing. It was just, it, it was like we were best friends talking. It's not that we did anything crazy. We actually just went to to a little coffee shop and sat down and, and had some drinks and... Um, then she went to Toronto because she had to go to a Lizzo concert. Um, and I went to get a haircut. And then I had a photo shoot the next day. And it was just like, 
again, it, it sparked my interest and and she was so interested interested in like what life I was living. I live a very interesting life and it's very fascinating. I'm, I'm not going to say it's not. And it, it put her in the same position as everybody else that I've dated. But why should, why did she stay? Um, the answer to that question is because she's meant to. She's meant to be here. Um, and I feel it in my head, I feel it in my heart, I feel it in every part of my body. But that doesn't mean it was easy. It doesn't mean this journey has been easy at all. It's been actually very difficult. They say, if you're loving the right person, I think I've even wrote a quote about it. It's like, if loving me isn't easy, if loving me, loving me is easy, if not, then leave me. Um, loving is not easy. It's not. Loving is very hard. Loving somebody else is very difficult. And my first relationship, what really, really fucked me up is my first relationship was amazing and it was long distance. And the reason why the long distance relationship really messed me up is because it would be this honeymoon effect over and over and over and over again. I would go, I'd see them, I'd light up with the glee and happiness and everything it would be an amazing weekend, week, month, whatever it was, and I would go home and I'm back to being me. And I can do whatever I want. And not not like not whatever you want where you're going to cheat and shit, but whatever you want, you can feel whatever you want. You can focus on your work and then okay, then you get this like two week vacation and you go live this fantasy life almost. And it was amazing. It was everything that I needed and it fucked me up because it made me compare every single other relationship that I've ever had to that, to getting what I want when I want it. Because if I didn't want to go see somebody, I just didn't buy a plane ticket. But no, that's not how relationships work. They work with talking it out. They work with being in the same room with somebody when you don't necessarily want to be. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, Anchor is a thing. Frustration is a thing. Feeling what you, what you, like you want your own space is a thing, and it's all valid. But working that out with your partner is a very difficult thing to do. It's not something that's just easy. And if it is, then maybe you're not having the right conversation because it should be difficult. You didn't grow up in the same home. You grew up very different lives. You were raised by very different people. And now you want to sit in the same room, sleep in the same bed, pee in the same toilet, eat the same food, and then go back to bed again and not have any issues? <laughs> Don't mess around. This is real. This is real life. There's hard times here. And to where I am now, I'm still going through it. And uh, I talk about my girlfriend with with my girlfriend very often about this, um, about how I'm feeling. We we often have checkups. We're working on getting better checkups because I find we still like argue too much and then don't want to see each other. Or that's just me. I like to get my space. And and whenever I'm feeling frustrated or from having a bad day, I I push people away because I know I can handle it on myself and and everything like that. But the hardest part about falling in love is allowing myself to fall. And it's not because I've been hurt before. <laughs> I have fell slow and gentle. I have fallen very fast and hard. It's not about that. It's not about any ex. It's not about anything like that. It's not about my past. 
a lot of people compare it to, you know, how you were raised as a child and everything, everything was taken away from you, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I'm sure you can link it to that. I'm sure you can sit down all day, think about everything that I've said about any difficulty I've had in a relationship and be like, okay. This Happy Times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? I would use it to try and better understand myself. I find I sometimes get lost in not understanding how I'm feeling to the point where I'm not enjoying my moment. And that's where therapy comes into play. I think it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries because it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists if you find you aren't fitting well at any time for no additional cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HappyTimes today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash HappyTimes. This is related to childhood trauma. I think you can do that with anything. But I want to focus on how why I feel the way I do right now. I can't change my childhood. I can only accept it. But what can I change right now to make myself feel better? And it's being vocal. Opening up who you are to the person that you love is very, very important. And hearing who they are and what their needs are is very, very important. I'm somebody who does not like being touched. I've never liked being touched. I, I almost failed kindergarten because I didn't want to finger paint. And I my, they call, I went into the office, principal's office, they called my mom and they were like, hey, Joey doesn't want to do this. And she's like, yeah, he doesn't want to get his hands dirty. And I'm not a germaphobe. I'm really not. Like, I, I don't, I don't care. COVID didn't scare me. I just don't like being touched. I, I, I find as in, and as I read more on empathy and empaths, I understand that I, I relate more with them. I can channel people's energy. I can feel it. I can take theirs on. And then when they touch me, it's almost like a bomb going off because I can fully feel their negativity, their positivity, their, their frustration, their unsettlement, all of it. I can feel it in my body and it's just bursting and I can barely feel my own. And so I deal a lot with that. And she's somebody who's, who likes not, not a very, very touchy person, but somebody who likes, you know, affection. And some days I go a week with it. And some days I go a week, a month without it. And that's been a struggle for both of us, but that's something that we have to talk about. And I think that's the most important thing. And allowing yourself to fall in love is, is allowing somebody to understand every single aspect of you. And it's not about laying it all down on the table at once. I find, especially like when, for example, I'll relate it to uh, depression and anxiety and, and everything. When I first told my parents that I was dealing with something, I didn't sit down and tell them every single thing. I slowly exposed them to it. I slowly let them in my head because when we sit down and we just unload, we're unloading because it feels so good. It's not always the, the right thing. We're not always saying the right things. And other people aren't always hearing the right things. So take your time. If you, I think if you have to, I don't, I don't necessarily know if this is a good comparison, but if you have to come out to your parents um, or if you want to tell your parents about your anxiety or depression or ADHD or anything like that, anything that you're dealing with, I think, I think do it slowly. Do it at your own pace. I don't think you have to explain every single thing 
at one moment to one person. I don't think they're going to be able to understand what you're trying to lay down. They're going to be listening. They're going to hear you. But they're not going to understand you because they're not living your life. And I think you just need to take it slow and take it easy. If that, that's, that's kind of the best advice that I'd have to give to you for that. Falling in love is just... It's nice, but it's not easy. It's easy to fall with someone. But it's hard to let yourself fall. As somebody who's who's being dragged by God knows what, the past, my brain, my heart, everything, and then being pulled by the other side. Instead of just letting go, like we all do, and pulling them both closer and allowing compromise, allowing them to meet. Hey, I want to fall in love. Hey, I don't want to fall in love. Hey, hold on. Let's be in love. Right? We fall so quickly and we forget who we are. We forget why we do what we do. We forget our passions. We forget it all. You just have to allow yourself to, to feel things first. And it's a really difficult thing. And I, I have a really, really hard time doing it. I Lately, I've been finding myself kind of in a totally different world, especially if I'm frustrated or I'm, I, I'm dealing a lot with frustration lately. But if I'm frustrated or if I'm dealing with something and, and my girlfriend or my mom or literally anybody asks me anything and if it's at the wrong time, then I f- set off. I set off. For example, I just had to pay an internet bill and they charged me like 250 bucks for it because they were like, oh, we're billing you two months. I'm like, why? It's, I've been here one month. Why are you billing me two? What are you doing? Get your head out of your ass. And anyways, I'm just so frustrated. And and then I get a text from my girlfriend being like, hey, can I come over tonight and cook? And I'm like, I just want everybody to leave me alone. <laughs> and so I'm going to just take my time. And so lately what I've been doing is I've been taking a deep breath and just thinking. Just taking a deep breath and thinking about, okay, how do I actually feel right now? Yes, I, I understand that there's a lot of stuff going on in my head. Yeah, yeah, that friggin' internet person pissed me off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God, I hate her. But, you know, she just answers the phone. She's not the actual person. But still, that friggin' set me off. But do I do I actually not want to have dinner tonight? You know, maybe I do want my time alone tonight, but it doesn't deserve me to be a dick about it and be like, no, piss off. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so when we give ourselves this time to think and we do it slowly, we, th- we don't just, okay, let's rationally think here, but we, we think about how we feel in the situation that we're dealing in and, 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 and also in the future. We think about it in advance, like how are we going to feel when we do this? But when we do this impulse decision, this, this impulse text back or anything, we, we just hit send and then we feel super guilty afterwards. And I felt guilty my, my entire life. And, and slowly, I'm able to realize that I'm going through these things and I'm figuring them out for myself. Like today, I realized that in my past relationship, I was comparing something to in my current relationship. And that's why I'm having trouble getting over it. So yes, this one had to do with my past, but not everything does. And so... 
Listen, as I sit here, vulnerable in front of you, I hope you're able to take something of this and, and understand what I'm saying and understand that people aren't perfect. I may have not, I definitely didn't say the right things today. You might think, oh, Joey doesn't love his girlfriend. Oh, I love her so freaking much. She wouldn't be here with me if I didn't. Trust me on that one. I wouldn't be here today if she wasn't here. Right? There's a lot of stuff that, that I go through, but I'm figuring it out as I go. So do I have the answers to everything? No, I only have the answers as to what I've been through. And I'm still going through it. I'm only 24 years old. I constantly sit down and I'm like, okay, how do we figure this out? And I'm like, no, I'm not a, I'm not a 60 year old. I haven't been through it. I haven't. And it's not just being in one relationship. Oh yeah, I got it all figured out. <laughs> yeah. No, it's about going through it multiple times in different stages of relationships. So find out where you are in yours and find out if you've had the conversation with yours and your, your partner, sorry, not your relationship, but with your partner. Have that conversation with your partner. See where they are in their lives and, and see if they're in the same spot as you. For example, babies fucking terrify me. I'm terrified of babies. I do not want a kid right now. Do I want not want one in the future? I'm so terrified right now that I'm going to say that I don't. But who knows? I have many names written down in my notes of little girls' names that I want to have. I dream about having a little baby girl all of the time. But right now, I'm just not feeling it. But as I sit here, and instead of just saying this impulse decision, I sit here and I, I think, okay, well, I'm not feeling this right now, but in the future, you know, maybe I'll open up to it. But everyone's having a COVID baby right now, and that just terrifies me. Everyone's getting married right now, that just terrifies me. And that's okay. You don't have to, like, for Valentine's Day, for, like, example, I felt so bad for Valentine's Day because I was like, oh, my God, I'm not, I didn't do enough, you know. I, my, my uh, girlfriend and her mom uh, needed a new French press. They complained about it, like, every day. So then I got them that, a little joint gift. And then they've been both going through a lot of stuff. My girlfriend's a florist, so she's been working a lot for Valentine's Day. And then her mom's going through some stuff. And I just wanted them to give them, like, a, pain-free day like in just an easy they had nothing to do day and so what I did was I cooked I cooked lunch and I cooked dinner and I got dessert and all of the above and I I, I was just there for them and then I went online and you know you scroll through TikTok you scroll through Instagram and it's like oh my god I got this ring for her that was four million dollars and it's like I can't do that and we compare ourselves to these people so often and it's just like being with your significant other should be enough. You shouldn't have to buy them anything. You shouldn't have to do anything. It's just about being there. And I say that because I cherish that. Because when I was growing up and I had no one there for me or it felt like no one was there for me, all I wanted was somebody to just sit there beside me. I didn't want a hug. I didn't want them to touch me. I didn't want them to say it was okay. I just wanted them to be there. And if that's not enough for your significant other, then... I think they're, they need to date a different influencer. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I hope this candid conversation helped. Again, I'm in a really frustrated mood. I just, like mood, sorry. I just got off that call with the 
friggin' phone company or internet company. I'm mad, okay? I'm friggin' pissed. <laughs> but I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. And if you did, make sure DM me. I, last time I asked you guys DM me saying Joey is the CEO of Angelical Floral. Um, today, DM me. Uh, I hate the internet too. DM me, I hate the internet too. If you listened this far in the podcast. And if you did, thank you guys so, so much. Um, we have a sponsor next week for like a long period of time. And it's the first time like we've ever really had like an actual sponsor on the, uh, I'm just blown away. So thank you guys so, so, so freaking much. And we're updating the new Stay You store. So that's going to be really, really cool. We're going to have new stuff on there. And we're bringing back the Stay You Lavender hoodie, which was like flipped upside down. Really, really love it. And yeah, we're just going to have a lot of new stuff in the store. And I'm, I'm really excited. And yeah. And if you're still listening and you're questioning my love, um, or if Angelica's still listening, uh, well, I love you very much. I know I don't say it very often. I know sometimes I'm still in my head. I'm just trying to figure some stuff out in my own head and I'm getting there. Trust me, I'm getting there. Okay, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.